Hey guys, this is Coach Mike Basovic, founder and creator of the Anxiety Free Executive and the Anxiety Free Student Programs, and welcome to my podcast. This podcast is all about helping you eliminate anxiety, stress, overwhelm, fatigue, burnout, depression, or any other emotional discontent that's getting in the way of you enjoying your life and from you getting all the results and all the success you deserve in life. Welcome and enjoy. Hey guys, it's Coach Mike Basovic. Good to be with you again and um, talking everything human behavior, right? Emotions, thoughts, state of being, the mind, the subconscious mind, everything that we talk about here. So uh, let's jump into it. So last week we spoke a lot about the subconscious mind, right? Where, what happens with the subconscious mind, the hard drive that we call the subconscious mind. And that's what it is. It's a hard drive. So everything that we have taken in in our life is absorbed and recorded by this subconscious mind, by the hard drive. And it's like an employee, it's the best employee you've ever had. It's just gonna take what you give it through visual imagery, through your experiences, through your rumination of those experiences, right? If you have a breakup or a divorce or anything traumatic like that, and you think about it, and you speak about it, and you think about it, you're literally sending that data to your subconscious mind and the subconscious mind doesn't ask any questions, doesn't have an opinion, doesn't have judgment. It takes what you give it, and it becomes what it is. So it creates all of those things that you are, your personality, your likes, your dislikes, your habits, your strengths, your weaknesses, your passions, but it also creates the powerful force that we call the state of being. We spoke a lot about that last week, and if you haven't listened to that one, I would really encourage you to go back and listen to last week's episode. So the state of being now essentially takes over as the creator. So the state of being as conditioned is creating your thoughts. It's creating your emotions. So you don't wake up and say, boy, I'd hope to, I wake up with stressful thoughts today. No, the state of being takes care of that for you because you've trained it to be that. Or if you have a worry, worry about the past, worry about the future, that's all your current state of being. And there's a lot of things that, that lead into you being in the states of being you're in, and now it takes over as the creator. So your thoughts, your emotions, your actions or inactions all dictated by your internal state of being. And your state of being can be different in every area of your life, right? You can have a state of being of relationships, of ease and flow, whether it's a significant other or a parent-child relationship. Your career might be hectic and chaotic, right? Or But also passionate, you might like it. So you have two different states of being around the same environment. Finances, you might flow with wealth and abundance, or you might be in a state of being of struggle, limitation and lack. All of what you're experiencing externally is dictated by the state of being. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna to speak about the cause and effect. The state of being internally is the cause. Everything that you're experiencing in your external world is the effect. And here's the problem. Most people live in the effect, right? Everyone's trying to solve the problem, deal with the chaos, fix the relationship, get the new job, get the new house, get more money, and you're dealing in the effect. That's like driving from Florida to New York through California, right? You're taking the long way. You've got to go and you have to deal with the cause. The cause is the state of being. The cause is the mind. And 95% of your time should be spent on the internal, fixing the cause, and then the external world will catch up like we spoke about last week. But we're going to talk about more specific examples of cause and effect today. And as I mentioned, most people spend too much time in the physical reality. And that's just nothing more than a byproduct of everything you've been. So let's, reminder, what does the state of being do? 
Number one, what is the state of being? The state of being is essentially the rate you're vibrating energy energetically. So I know what you see in the mirror, right? You see skin and hair and teeth and eyes and, and um, 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 arm and all that stuff. But beyond that is blood and muscle and tissue. But beyond all that is energy. You're 99.99% light air. So if I take my arm, which is solid, and I, and I pinch it, it's going to hurt. If I poke it, it's going to bleed. If I put it under a microscope, I can see right through it. It's not solid. It appears solid. It is air. It is, it is uh, dancing particles and waves of energy. So you're a powerful vibrational force, right? And your state of being is essentially the rate you're vibrating energetically. And how do we know that? Because the way we think and the way we feel. So we pay attention to those to let us know what our state of being is. That's awareness. That's for another podcast. But um, for the time being, we have to be aware. We have to know what state of being we're in because that's what we're doing is we're creating the cause. The state of being is creating the effect. So the first thing the state of being does, it creates your thoughts, creates your emotions, creates your actions or inactions, right? The person that, that wakes up and says, I have to get all this done today, but then they procrastinate. They don't procrastinate on purpose, but they're in that state of being. To be in a state of being and take different action is virtually impossible. You have to, your state of being has to be in harmony with what you want externally. So the first thing is the state of being is communicating with you. Thoughts, emotions, actions. So when you have the thought, I'm worried about finances, it has nothing to do with your finances, right? You might, finances might be a wreck, but it has everything to do with the worry. The worry came first, okay? The, the lack came first. Your stress about money came before your, your issues with money, I can promise you. So we have to be aware of what our mind is speaking to us, right? Because it's communicating with us for two reasons. Number one, it's letting us know the non-physical, the mind, our co-pilot is letting us know what our, what, where we're at. The, the thermostat that our, that our dial is set on, right? And I'm old school, so the thermostat, right? I know it's all buttons and, and things now digital, but I'm old school, so it's the thermostat, the dial. So when you have a thought of worry, your subconscious, your state of being is saying, hey, you're in a state of being of worry. Do you want to continue down this road? Because if you do, I'll happily give you more things to worry about. So we have to be aware of those thoughts. We have to be aware of the beliefs. We have to be aware of the dialogue we're getting from our state of being, from our subconscious, because that's currently where our thermostat is set. The second thing that the state of being does, it is a magnet. So that's when they talk about these laws, law of attraction, like about like, uh, like attracts like, birds of a feather flock together. Right? Say that fast 10 times. Uh, because you are a magnet to get more of what you are. And it's not about uh, the external. It is all about your state of being. Your state of being is a magnet. It is going to draw into you the people and the circumstances and the events and uh, or keep those things away from you based on what your state of being is. That's why... This law of energy is real. And the problem is most self-help books that talk about this stuff, they talk about positive thinking. They talk about um, going to meditate and all these things that we spoke about last week. And all those things may put you into a state of being, okay, but those are distractions. Those are external forces. You want to, and we teach our clients how to tap into that state of being, what we call acceptance, okay, that's just the state of being that we call it. And then they're a magnet for everything good. And the mind is running a program that they like. Or the mind is running a program of peaceful thoughts, happy thoughts, empowering thoughts, motivation, inspiration, drive, passion, kindness, calmness, contentment. All of those things that feel pleasurable, that's what your mind starts running. But as we're going through life, look at our world. Does it condition us to be happy and 
upbeat and relaxed and flowing and carefree? No. It, that's our natural state of being. That's what we're born into. If you look at a little kid, they just go through their life from one experience to the next, right? The little kid has an experience, they throw a tantrum at the store, and they feel and experience the emotion, and then it's over. And they're on to the next experience, they're on to the next experience. That's the natural state of being, to experience emotions, feel emotions, but then move on. Don't ruminate. What does an adult do? An adult goes home, instead of just letting a kid have the tantrum in the store, the adult goes in and they talk to their spouse about it. They call their friends up and they say, you cannot believe what my child did in this store. I was so embarrassed. And they ruminate about the experience. The kid is gone. The kid has moved on to the next experience. That's your natural state of being, to experience things and move on. But this world, through conditioning, through parenting, through all these things, society conditions these kids to become who we are. Mostly miserable, unhappy, frustrated, fearful, afraid of life, afraid of death, afraid of strangers, afraid of everything. Afraid of, of life instead of just going with the flow, right? So our states of being are conditioned. Now the state of being is the creator. So again, number one thing the state of being does creates our thoughts, our emotions, our actions, or our inactions. The second thing the state of being does, it acts like a magnet. So the cause is internal. The cause is the state of being. That's what the true creator is, and that's what most self-help books miss. It's the state of being that matters. The external is the effect. So if you look at your life as a self-fulfilling prophet, I guarantee you that it mirrors up to what you believe it should be. So if you have limitations around money, for example, right? You have limiting beliefs around money. Money's hard to come by. You've got to work hard to make a lot of money. I'm only capable of making so much money. My education is this, so I can only do that. And if you have these limiting beliefs, I guarantee you that your world is playing out to mirror those beliefs, right? Or if you were raised to think money is, is abundant, money is energy, it flows to me, it's easy to get, and I have multiple sources of income at all times, then I promise you that money is probably flowing easy to you. Let's say you've had, you, you grew up with a state of being of inadequacy, right? And inadequacy might play out in your life where you have uh, thoughts that you're not good enough. You could be the best looking person in the world, and you can be smart, and you can, you can um, own a room, but internally you feel like a fraud. Internally, you feel like an imposter because you're in a state of being of inadequacy. And you think, and, and even though everyone sees you as, as you know, wonderful and beautiful or handsome, you feel inadequate internally. And you hear a lot of uh, celebrities speak about that. They, they say that they feel like a fraud because they know all their warts. Well, they grew up probably with a mother or father that was critical. Or uh, maybe when you brought the report card home, uh, they, they, they would focus on the one bad grade instead of the five good grades. Or they would criticize everything you do and tell you that you know you could do better all the time. And no matter how much you strive to do better, you always were never acknowledged or recognized for your accomplishments, right? So then you grew up with a state of being of inadequacy. So let's say that's the cause, right? The state of being of inadequacy and the cause. Well, how can that play out in our life, right? So inadequacy might play out where you have thoughts that you're not good enough, that you are that imposter, that you're a fraud, right? And despite um, having outwardly a nice life and maybe a nice partner, kids, whatever, or whatever it is that your definition is, you feel internally the opposite. And, uh, and then you might start to either overeat or undereat, or you might start to self-medicate, or you're always looking for acknowledgement. You're just not relaxed and settled. You need the text message. You need the compliment. You're posting selfies on Facebook all the time so you can get compliments from people or fill in the blank. So the cause, the state of being, inadequacy, will literally 
create the effect. So what's the effect? Those thoughts we spoke about, those emotions we spoke about, or how about the people that you draw into your life, right? Somebody who is in a state of being of inadequacy, that might also be a state of being of need, which we're going to talk a little bit more about today and how we need to break that attachment to anything in life. But if you're in that state of being of inadequacy or need, you will literally attract a partner who might come in, uh, what are they, the white knight on the steed, right? Perfect person or the, uh, the beautiful woman that is giving you attention that you love. And all of a sudden, six months in the relationship, they stop giving you that attention. They stop meeting your needs and they stop answering your text messages or they stop acknowledging your feeling. If you say, hey, I need this in a relationship or this is important to me, they just don't hear you, right? And there you are again, six months in the relationship, experiencing that need, experiencing that inadequacy, that what's wrong with me? Why can't I be loved for who I am? Well, that's how the cause is creating the effect. So we have to start looking at it that way. We have to really dig into what's going on externally. We use the effect. We use what's going on in our life to let us know what the cause is. Okay, the cause is the state of being. So if I have, and, and I had that in my life with some relationships and things, that, that I realized that I was in a state of being of need. I was in a state of being of inadequacy because that's what kept playing out in my life. So I use the effect now to let me know where the thermostat is set, where the dial is, what the state of being is, because the state of being is what matters. And I said earlier, most people deal in the effect. And dealing in the effect will, if, without taking care of the cause, without taking care of the state of being, will always just create a new version of the effect. So let's talk about stress or worry. So think about what you're worrying about today. Now think about what you're worrying about six months ago. Probably similar, but probably different, right? And then uh, whether it's the future or the past or the present or the chaos, or look at your life if you're in a, in a, in a state of being of stress and chaos, you are probably littered in your life with overwhelm, stressful situations, chaotic events. The kids are probably overactive or uh, you can never get caught up at work because your, uh, your workload is too much or you keep signing up for things for the kids and you never have time to do it. It's all a state of being. And what's playing out in your effect in your life is a mirror of your inner world. So the work has to be the state of being. So we use our thoughts. We wake up in the morning and I'm in chaos, I'm in worry, I'm in stress, having panic attacks or, or just complete overwhelm where it's shutting me down. I don't feel like doing anything. I know I have so many things to accomplish, but I can't even see clearly to get one thing done. That's all a state of being. So no matter how much you get done in your life, no matter how many of the problems you solve, no matter how many fires you put out, if you're still in that state of being, and most people are, that's what's gonna keep reoccurring. So you're a hamster running on a wheel the picture of that wheel, what's playing out in your life, is the thing that changes, but very similar. So, um, as I mentioned, take stress. So stress, what can you stress about? Maybe your health, maybe your kids, maybe your spouse, maybe your future, maybe your past, a lot of rumination, maybe finances, right? Fill in the blank. But here's the guarantee, the cause, state of being of stress, will literally create a picture, a movie, in your life that mirrors what it is. So you just have to identify stress, but the stress can come in so many different ways and so many different opportunities and so many different uh, versions of people that come into your life. But the opportunity is to understand that if I'm in this state of being the cause, the effect is going to always play out magically. So you are that self-fulfilling prophet. You're a projector 
And in your life, what's playing out is everything that mirrors your beliefs, it mirrors your thoughts, it mirrors the way you feel about things, your perception, which is all a byproduct of the state of being. The state of being is the cause, and the effect is what's playing out in your life. Okay, so you have to take a look at every year in your life. And I'm not telling you to go out and say, okay, my, my spouse is really uh, a reflection of me being inadequate, so I'm going to dump them. I'm not saying that. Don't do that. Don't break up. But the power of what we're dealing with here, the state of being, means that if I shift the state of being, if I go to the cause and I make the changes there, the effect is going to catch up. And the effect is really powerful. Okay, once you get into that state of being of flow, that's the key. So all the self-help books and teachers out there, wonderful people that really want to make a difference, and they talk about these thoughts. But tell somebody who's got an overactive mind of stress and worry and, and, and overwhelm and fatigue to think positive. I mentioned this in earlier episodes. You can't do it. It's impossible. It lasts for about eight seconds. So because the machine, the state of being, is running always. It never stops running. It is constantly running and you have to fix the machine. So here's the example I like to give my clients is if you're in a, uh, a manufacturing plant, a company that makes bread, right? And they make loaves of bread, right? The food manufacturing plant. And you're sitting at the end of the line and the, the bread's coming out and it's upside down and the labels on crooked. And you and the engineer or the machine operator sit at the end of the line and they say, well, that's weird. Look at that, uh, that loaf came out backwards. And look at the next one, it's upside down again and the label's crooked. How long would you spend at the end of that line before you'd stop the machine and reprogram it? You wouldn't spend too long because every time a loaf of bread comes off that or several loaves, it's costing you money. So you would stop the machine, you'd reprogram it, and then you'd go check it, say, yep, okay, now it's running perfectly. Okay, now it's running exactly the way it's supposed to be. Well, that's what you should be doing with your life. You are getting constant communication from your subconscious, from the state of being, to exactly what your state of being is. How do we know that? Our thoughts, our emotions, our actions, our results in life. Okay, the experiences we're having, they're all a byproduct. So when you have these experiences now, now that you know this stuff and you're learning this stuff and I'm teaching you this stuff, now that you know it, going and complaining about the circumstances in your life is absurd. It's like standing at the end of that manufacturing line and letting the machine keep spitting out loaves of bread that are upside down with the label crooked. It is absurd, but that's what we do, right? We have a tough day. Instead of taking ownership and accountability, which we're gonna talk a little bit more in a few minutes, instead of taking ownership of that, we complain about it, right? We don't say we're creating it. Our state of being keeps magnetizing the stress, creating this thought, creating this chaos, we don't say it, we blame it on other people. We say, this person stresses me out. That person uh, is adding too much to my workload. My kids are driving me nuts. It has nothing to do with anything. That's the effect of your inner world, your state of being. So to talk about it, to ruminate over it is only reinforcing it to your subconscious mind that you want more. Because remember, the subconscious mind is an employee. It is listening to you at any given time. At any minute of every, every second of every minute of every day. So constant, constant, consistent dialogue into the subconscious. Stress, worry, overwhelm. Let's have an emotional conversation when I get home with my spouse. Or let's call up a family member, mom, sister, brother, and complain about our life and complain about the experiences. Let's have a bad day at work, stressful, overwhelm, and let's go home and revisit it again. Or let's pony around like a water cooler, right? And, uh, and talk about the bad, mean boss. All of that stuff 
is teaching your mind and your mind is responsive. Your mind will listen to everything that you say. And the mind, remember as last week we mentioned, doesn't have an opinion, doesn't have judgment, doesn't look at emotions as good or bad. It just takes what you give it and spits it back. It is conditioned to be stressful. It's conditioned to worry. So as you go through your life, you'll always find things to worry about and you'll feel they're real. So if it's a student about a test, if it's an adult about money or relationships or health or future or death or whatever else, your mind will find things for you to worry about. The cause will search for thoughts or memories or beliefs to keep sending to you so you can experience it because it's exactly what you've trained your mind to be. It's not doing it maliciously, like we mentioned last week. It is doing it because it's running a program that you've taught it to run. So it will literally, so whether you have a thought, a stressful thought about finances or future or whatever, it will literally send you those thoughts so you can experience the state of being you've trained your mind to be in. Okay, it sounds sadistic, it's not. It's just a perfectly wonderful, beautiful system and it's powerful. So when you learn how to tap into the inner world, when you learn how to get into a state of being a flow of the zone, if you've ever seen the athletes, the example I love to use being a Chicagoan is uh, the Michael Jordan. Okay, uh, the, 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 I think it was game six or game seven against Portland, one of the one, early 90s, one of the runs they had on the championship. Michael Jordan was in the zone, like he was many, many times in his, in his career. But he was uh, draining three-pointers in the first half, I think it was, and he just kept throwing them up and they were going in. And at one point after the sixth or seventh uh, three-point basket that went in, he'd never done this before in his career, he just shrugged his shoulders. He looked at his bench and went, I don't get it, right? And if you look it up, it was against Portland. If you look it up, you'll, you'll see the video, and he just shrugs his shoulders. He was in the zone. He was in the flow. And everything as a byproduct was a byproduct of that. So he had tremendous success. And Michael Jordan was a guy that could get into the flow, into the zone, almost on command. And that's the key to life. Getting in that zone. If you see a golfer all of a sudden go real low, or a, a mentioned basketball player, a baseball player, or a pitcher that just has that day, right? Um, there was a guy threw a no-hitter a couple weeks ago, and you could tell this guy was on fire. That's the zone. That's flow. That's the state of being of acceptance, okay? And that's what we teach. We have some real cool um, secret sauce that we teach our clients that are really powerful. We get the people that are struggling, depression, overwhelm, panic attacks, anxiety, fear, worry for years. And we transform in a few weeks because we teach them how to get into this flow, right? How to get into the state of being. And all of a sudden, their external world, the effect catches up. So we take their attention off the external, we bring it into the internal by knowing what's going on in the external, knowing the thoughts we have, knowing the feelings we're feeling, knowing the experiences we're having, and we use those to let us know what our state of being is. Then we do the work there, and we let the state of being do the heavy lifting. The state of being changes the results. All of a sudden, you wake up one day and your mind is quiet. It's content. It's clear. You have creative thoughts. You have ideas. You have, all of a sudden, people are starting to be nicer to you, all right? You're having results. You feel that, that knot in your stomach, that stress knot or that worry knot or that anxious knot, it's gone. All of a sudden, it's gone. Or you can just step up and speak publicly where before you couldn't. You got an airplane, it's like, I'm just not as afraid. I got a, a, a client yesterday that, that sent me a, a voice. We use Voxer to communicate. It's a great app. It sent me a Voxer message. Say, coach, I, I'm driving because she had a fear of driving on the highway. She said, I'm driving and it's free and it feels amazing. 
Now I drive an espresso and I listen to music all day. I'm having fun. She didn't go for driving lessons. She didn't get a new car. She didn't, you know, uh, hone those skills. She shifted the state of being internally. I got two messages this morning that were beautiful. One was from a guy that said he's hit his, his high sales mark the last two months. And he goes, I bought my dream truck that I've always wanted that I never felt I could afford. And he goes, and nothing changed except for my state of being. And I got another one that this woman met an amazing guy and, um, and about a month ago. And she said, I just, I, I was in such a state of freedom and ease. And I didn't have to go on dating sites. All of a sudden, I just met him. He's everything I've always wanted. So I want to tell you now that we're a little bit into the relationship. I finally wanted to break the news to you that I met this person. All of that comes from the internal, from the state of being. So you really have to train your mind on two things. Number one, to turn your attention inward, to know what your state of being is at all times by paying attention to your thoughts, by feeling your emotions, by knowing what actions or inactions you're taking, and then seeing what's playing out in your life. Because this movie that's playing out in your life is an exact projection of what's going on internally with you in every single area. So you have to pay attention to what's going on externally so you know what your state of being is and then you do the work there. That's why the great ones can get into that zone. That's why the great ones understand that life is a mental game. And like look at athletes, for example. Every athlete Every athlete in the world, a professional athlete, is gifted. Look at all these golfers. They can all play. But what separates the one guy that hit the ball 340 yards off the tee to the other guy that hit the ball 340 yards off the tee? It's the mental game. But more importantly, it's the state of being. It's the ability to get into that state of being and flow. Okay, and that's the key. So we have to start using what's going on in the external, the effect, to let us know what the cause, the thermostat, right? Where the cause is dialed. If the bread is coming off the line upside down, we've got to go to the cause and make some changes. If you're constantly butting heads with your, with your spouse or your loved one or your partner, then you're in a state of being a frustration and they probably are too. Or if you're not getting the, the recognition you need at work, you're either in a state of being of inadequacy or low self-esteem or insecurity or frustration and anger. Right? If no one's cooperating, no one's seeing you for who you are. If your kids don't love you enough as a mom or a dad, you're probably in a state of being of need. And I promised you about need earlier. Need is the ultimate state of being that will keep everything you want away from you. And we'll talk about this in a full episode uh, in the future, but need attachment to anything. You need more money, you need the car, you need the partner, you need the job, you need the freedom, you need whatever. You're in a state of being of need. And if you've learned anything today, the state of being is the creator, is the cause. So if you're in a state of being of need, what do you think you're going to create more? Need. You'll need everything because you're in that state of being. That's the dial. That's where it's set. So you've got to make the changes there. You've got to drop the need and attachment to anything in life. Because if you don't, you're always going to be in a state of being of need. And it's probably different in every area of your life, like I mentioned early on. The state of being is the creator. So the opportunity is to turn your attention inward. Use all of the communication I mentioned to let you know the effect, to let you know what your state of being is. And then we teach people how to do the work there. So life is an inside job. And I promise you that you are a self-fulfilling prophet at all times. Okay, so the life that's playing out in front of you is the exact life that you believe that you deserve, that you expect it to be, or 
in your state of being. So if you're frustrated, don't pick up the phone and talk to your neighbors and talk to your friends and talk to your family. Do the work inside. Okay, fix the state of being. Okay, and, uh, and that's what we do, obviously, in our program. We literally take people and teach them how to completely hack into the hard drive, if you will, and do all that work. But don't do it. And we're going to talk next episode about focus and about what we call the diet for the mind. It's really powerful. Um, when you start feeding your mind healthy things, and it's not about being positive. It's about being healthy, and it's about being aware. You have to have awareness in life. You have to be aware of what's going on in your life and around because you're the creator. Creator, you're the one that's responsible for all your experiences. So as you take accountability for that and you're transparent, as I told a client this morning, one of my private clients on our call, I said, hey, you, you know, you're, I feel that you're positive speaking me a little bit, that there's stuff going on inside a little bit that you're ignoring and you're trying to tell me things are better than they are. And he goes, you're right. How did you know that? I said, I could just tell. I said, because your outcomes, what you're experiencing, that never lies. And I said, you've got to be honest. You've got to be aware. You've got to be honest, transparent of what's going on. It's like having the, knowing that you're coughing up blood and then, and then fixing it with some kind of Band-Aid. Uh-uh. You've got to know, okay, it's a doctor, so they can go in and figure out what's going on so I can be healthy. It's the same thing in life. You can't positive think your way. Uh, you can't distract your way over this stuff. The mind will never fail. The hard drive, the state of being will always create your external. You've got to be completely honest with what the results you're getting, what's going on in your life, and then you have to do the work inside. All right, so that's the cause and the effect, okay? So deal, insightful people, people that understand this, always look inward for the answers. Everything that you want in your life, happiness, joy, peace, prosperity, prosperity, flow, contentment, um, freedom, it's already available to you inside. You don't need for stuff to happen on the outside to experience that. Happiness is available to you 24-7. The key is, is live life from the inside out. All right, guys. So hope you enjoyed that cause and effect. If you have any questions, reach out to us. You can um, uh, join our community, the Anxiety Free Executive on Facebook. Subscribe to this YouTube channel. If you're watching us on YouTube, the Anxiety Free Executive, subscribe to our channel. Uh, you can find these podcasts on Spotify, on Apple Music, on uh um, what's the other one? Audible. Anywhere there are uh, the podcasts, our broadcasts, you can find our podcast there. And make sure to join our community. If you want more information about what we do, just go to anxietyfreeexecutive.com. All right, I'm Coach Mike, and I'll see you on the next episode.